Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and this week I'm joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome. Uh, two Ryans, we're talking today about updates that are happening around Walt Disney World. Um, and there were a couple larger announcements over the past week or two um, that we just kind of want to talk about a little bit. Um, the first being that uh, you can book packages uh, at Walt Disney World for 2023 starting on June the 8th, which is right around the corner. Um, and, and so, yeah, you can, I know prior to the packages being released, you can book a resort only stay, right? Up to 400. It's 5,499 days. Yes. Uh, so 499 days out. So you can book, um, a room, but you can't add tickets to it. Um, well, it's interesting because you also in the past weren't able to add dining. But if you can't add dining, then it's interesting. This the the package part is 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 maybe not as uh, essential. Yeah, because it's as only it's been in the past. It's only tickets at the moment. Correct. Um, at the current moment, we do. Sus- <laughs> I suspect. I suspect at some point, you know, dining plans will come back. Though, you know, uh, Canadian, you know, Canadian content here, but it seems a bit like the Pokeroo. You know, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll see it at some point. Maybe we won't. But uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm really surprised actually that it did come out with this announcement. Yeah, um, I think you know the the travel agent community definitely is uh, waits around for this day this announcement day because it means that they can book packages and and the benefit of booking a package versus room only um is a couple of things like if you're booking 499 days out and they haven't released packages for the year um then you can't add tickets to that reservation and what that means is that you'll have to buy tickets outright um so you'll have to pay in full when you buy your tickets which isn't a big deal if you end up going but if life gets in the way and things have to change you you won't get a refund on those tickets you'll get the value of those tickets um applied to whatever future tickets you you need to purchase um but you'd be able to get a refund on the on the room um provided that you're not less than 30 days out um but but with a a package when they release the packages you can book a room and tickets together pay the 200 dollars refundable deposit um and then it means that you're not locked into anything until you know 30 days out and you've got to pay in full um which gives you a little bit more flexibility and i suspect that there's many people who've listened to this podcast that did this throughout the pandemic and constantly were you know kind of <laughs> yeah. shuffling their trip to you know and so that is the benefit of that is you have a little bit more flexibility if you're doing the package 200 dollars deposit uh that is fully refundable so there is absolutely some benefits there i would say though if you know you're going uh, you know, it's your anniversary, it's a special birthday, and you know, I know the Polynesian is a great example of this. There's a lot of people who want Polynesian rooms, specific areas, and so they will book out $4.99 in advance. And, you know, if, if, if you know you're going and you already have tickets or you're an annual pass holder, then, you know, maybe it's not as, 
as important to you as it would be for those who are, you know, not 100% sure the trip's going to happen. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't know that people were that obsessed about uh, getting a Polynesian room. Um, yes, I mean... those who do not have DVC points attached to the Polynesian <laughs> there, uh, Mr. <laughs> Ryan and Hamilton. Yeah, absolutely. So there were, I've had a few uh, guests in my past travel agent life. And they were adamant for Polynesian for specific dates. And so 499 day out, so they were booking their eight day trip or 10 day trip, whatever it was. Uh, and yeah, and then what happens is if you want to, you know, let's say flip it into a package, the the process of a travel agent or Disney will be to cancel those room-onlys and flip it into a, a package. I will say there does come some risks with that because it's, not guaranteed that by canceling that room that you would then get it with the package. Right. It typically happens. It's not, you know, people do it all the time. So it is pretty, you know, likely, but do keep in mind, there is some risk involved there because once Disney's system lets go of it, it doesn't mean that it'll capture that exact room up or, or those rooms will still be available. So, so there's a bit of a risk. Um, and so do keep, keep that in mind. If, if the room is really important to you, you know, maybe you uh, have a different strategy for, <laughs> Or getting your tickets or, or paying for it. Well, and it's really interesting because um, when you, like, if I were to do that, if I were like, I need to get to a, a specific resort and I want to stay at a specific time and I'm willing to um, book, book a room only, which, in which case the deposit is equivalent to one night stay, right? right? It's not a $200 deposit. It's equivalent to one night stay. Um, I wouldn't risk flipping it to a package unless I could book a, a full package like separately and then go back and cancel my room room only, which I feel Absolutely. like a lot of people would do. Um, and certainly, you know, if, if you have a travel agent working for you, they, they would understand those risks and, um, and if you don't want to lose out on the room, so, um, so you kind of pick and choose what your, what your strategy is going to be. Um, but what's interesting to me is that if people are more willing to go that route to ensure that they have a room and end up like having to book two, <laughs> two times, um, just to make sure that they have a room, uh, that they want, but if everybody just waited until packages opened, there would be more supply and, and you wouldn't necessarily have to have to fight, you know, short supply because people have two rooms on the books when they really only need one. And they're just kind of waiting to make sure that everything uh, goes through so that they can release the the other. And, and I think a good tip along that lines is if you're booking with a travel agent, you know, make sure you're talking to them about this because... Uh, if you're doing it on your own, it can, not that it's easier. Travel agents know a ton and, and are you know really helpful. However, if you have a, and I'll use myself as an example, I work from home. I'm able to pay attention to the Disney availability resort calendars and all that. Yeah. If you're able to kind of pay attention a couple days after, because there's a three-day holding period for packages, you know, if you're able to kind of pay attention to the dates that you're looking for and your room is full on, say, the first day or second day after these release, 
keep checking, um, with, you know, because they're, those rooms will get released back after they've been canceled or after their um, <laughs> yeah. three-day non-refundable or three-day, you know, free hold it passes it by. Uh, so, so don't, you know, don't fret if you didn't get the room you really wanted. Really pay attention for, and I'm talking, you know, these are really like Christmas or Easter. I'm not saying that yeah. you know, a trip at the beginning of April is not necessarily <laughs> a Hakamadu or the first week of September. You know, those are different times. But if it is something really important to you and, and it's not on the website, you know, really, you know, have hope for the first week or two after the dates have come up and just, you know, be able to kind of pay attention to those dates. For sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess this, it is worth mentioning that, you know, I would, I would suspect that it is um you know your your holiday season if there's something specific that you want that's that's where people book the the 499 days out if you're if you're trying to book you know in a <laughs> the second week of february or something like that when it's quiet you don't have to book 499 days out um you will you'll get a room that that you want you know pretty reasonably without uh without too much trouble i I feel like the caveats or the the little asterisk about, you know, you want to make sure that you get the room that you want does lead to like a panic buy mentality of, of people who are like, oh, I'll just I'll do it this way so that I know that I'm getting what I want. Um, and it does sort of feel like the <laughs> the toilet paper crisis of the pandemic of like companies being like we've got lots of toilet paper don't worry but people are like but what if they run out and so they go out and buy every bit of toilet paper that they possibly can and then there actually is a shortage and uh and i would never want to see the same thing kind of happen with rooms at walt disney world well and i think i think there are and maybe this is a topic for another day but there are parts of resorts or different room categories that people really um, enjoy or are sought after, right? So I think of, you know, Port Orleans French Quarter is a pretty small resort. Yep. And so it can be, it can fill up quicker than others because of course it's just high demand, low volume. And, you know, Polynesian has certain rooms that have a balcony or... The theme park view. Right. So so there is, I, I would say that... Again, you know, most of these French Quarter is, is a moderate, you know, the theme park view is, you know, I, I haven't looked lately, but, you know, it could be <laughs> seven, eight, nine hundred dollars US a night or, even, or I'm sure more than that. So so if this is really important to you, you'd be surprised at how many people are also looking for that exact room. Yeah. So I agree. You're always going to like, you know, Pop Century is going to have plenty of room. Do not worry. Um, but if you are looking for the Bayou rooms at you know, French quarter or whatever, you know, a certain, a fifth sleeper at Caribbean beach, those will fill up because there isn't the, um, again, for high times, there just isn't the capacity for some of these rooms that, that, that the demand, uh, is out there for requires. So just kind of keep that in mind. I agree, Ryan, you're right. There's not a lot of, uh, this shouldn't be a, a panic buy, but there are people who I think you'll be surprised at who buys the theme park view on the first day <laughs> for, you know, and honestly, there'll be people who will book for multiple vacations knowing they're only going on one. Yeah. But they're just playing, biding their time and figuring out what's going to happen. So <laughs> I agree. Please don't panic by, but I do think that if you know exactly when you're going to want to go, you know, talk to a travel agent, you know, stay, you know, pay attention to the, the Disney parks website and, and just bring your patience on June. Uh, what day did we say? June, June? 8th. 
June 8th. Okay. Yeah. Bring your patients on June 8th. So I know, yeah, I mean, thankfully it's right around the corner. So we no longer have to deal with people who are just booking room onlys um, after, after that point. Um, but, you know, a good question would be, so in 2023, now that the whole year is going to open up for booking in, um, in a couple of weeks, you know, what's a good time to go? When when would you book in 2023? Because there's a couple of factors at play here. Um, number one, and I think the biggest part, is the 50th celebration is uh, was 18 months. Um, Disney said was 18 months from October 1st, um, you know, 2021, which means that it should end in March of 2023. So if you are looking to celebrate uh, or or catch the tail end of the 50th celebration um you would want to book before before march but there are some people who don't care and and then would it be better to book after that i definitely think there are going to be uh i would say a lot of canadians looking to go for march break next year mm-hmm. um, because of they want to catch the the 50th and you know, for a lot of us, you know, lockdowns really just stopped in, in, you know, the early part of this year. So, so, and travel is, you know, I'm going to say feels more normalized than it did, but I mean, there's certainly, there's still restrictions and there's still, you know, risk assessments and people are going to have their own, you know, uh, strategies to deal with it. And and if they even want to to travel at all, I, for me, I'm wondering when Tron's going to open. I think that it, with Ratatouille and Guardians opening this year, obviously Tron's not going to open this year. Maybe it won't even be ready for this year, but I think even if it was close to being ready, I don't think Disney would open three things so quick. I think Disney has had lots of people showing up. I don't think they need to entice people with more new attractions. Yeah, I would suspect that you're looking at another Memorial Day opening hmm. next year. That's just me. Uh, and so take that for what it's worth. Which but I mean, is it, they're, they're running the... The train is running on the track right now. Right. Like they, they're doing full tests of Tron. Right. There are, uh, like basically it's the landscaping. And the last time when we were there, um, you know, they were hard at work at, uh, you know, pouring concrete to, to make the walkways and that sort of thing. So I can't imagine there's that much left to do that they would. So then when, so then when do you think? Mr. Ryan. So I, cause I, I, uh, for me, it's if the 50th is still going on and Christmas doesn't need any help. So, cause, cause maybe, maybe they say, uh, and I know this has happened before. Maybe this is a a Thanksgiving day Hmm. release. If, if it's farther along and maybe it's farther along than I am where I was, you know, I was only there, you know, a month before you were there. Uh, and it seemed like there was lots of stuff moving on and maybe they're working at a faster pace now. Maybe they've got more people. Yeah. So you're right. Maybe it's quicker. I just wonder, and maybe they wanted as part of the 50th as well. I just wonder if, uh, they hold off to, to spread out the, the PR. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think maybe it falls in like September, October, if it's a, um, Sorry, there's a storm here in London, Ontario, currently. So is I, there really? I can see the, yeah, there really is. I can see the 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 sound bubble, like uh, the whatever the whatever the sound graph is, <laughs> and there's a big thunder out there right now. So my 
My apologies if you guys can hear the thunder. This is, <laughs> so just think of it. Just think of it as like two in the afternoon in Orlando right now. Exactly. That's what you can yeah. Think of it as the Pop into the uh, emporium and yeah. uh, and do some shopping or get in get line for tw- for something indoors. Yeah, get your twenty eight dollar poncho or go see PhilharMagic. Come on. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe the fall. Um. Or or late summer, like if they want to do a soft launch uh, of yeah, I could see of it. That. Because I I really don't think there's that much left to do. If the train is running on the track, they're yeah. doing their testing now. They'll I don't think they'd want landscaping to hold them up from, you know, getting people excited about about being there. No, and yeah, no, I I mean it wouldn't. You're you're absolutely correct. Maybe they do an end of August or, um, you know, obviously end of August, the first couple of weeks of September really up until the middle of October is, I don't know. I don't know if the algorithms of calendars matter anymore, but in the past (laughs) pre pandemic, those were, you know, eight middle of August to the middle of October were one of the eight slowest weeks of the year. So maybe that is something they do to kind of cram in. I mean, it is hurricane season. So, you know, it is hurricane season. You can take your chances that way, which we have in the past and been successful at and, um, I don't, I won't say unsuccessful at too, but like, um, we've been there for a hurricane and, and I drove home instead of flying home because of a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, absolutely. There, that is, you're absolutely correct. That is a risk. Um, prices can be lower. You could end up in the midst of hurricane Dorian or Irma or whoever. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so those seasons, those that you know, those eight weeks are not going to fill up. If you're like, man, 2023, I'm going the last week in August. You're good. You can play the game. <laughs> you can play the field and wait for some promos because yeah. those weeks are not selling out. No, they'll they'll be good. Um, yeah, I feel like I would, I would look at around holiday season in 2023. I think late late 2023 would be really nice to to kind of go post 50th. Uh, and that being said. Disney has not said anything about any 50th stuff going away anytime soon. Like, well, I don't even know what would, they, the, what would, what would they change? There's not a ton of, you know, like there's some 50th stuff, maybe some 50th treats. I, you know, I think we talked about this offline. I'm not sure if we, but I don't think I agree with you who said the statues aren't going away. No, like it Disney's is, not going to take them out statues. overnight and yeah. be like, sorry, you didn't come during yeah. our 18 month celebration. You don't get to yeah. see them. Yeah. No, um, those, and it's the same thing uh, unless unless they really have a plan for like Disney Enchantment I don't think is going anywhere Harmonious wasn't really a, a 50th celebration so I don't think they're going to change that um, I wonder if they'll bring back Happily Ever After I I mean I I would hope so but who knows uh, I in in my mind it would be nice if it was like hey this was a, a nice detour for the 50th celebration. And now we're, we're going back to, you know, the good one, the good one, the good one. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not like they're going to um, pull all the 50th merchandise off the shelves in March. Like they're going to sell it as long as people will continue to buy it. So yeah, I, I think the 50th celebration will officially not continue, but like unofficially will absolutely continue. Um, because there's, oh, maybe they'll get rid of the character cavalcades. 
Um, oh, I hope not. Or they'll just rebrand the... them to non fiftieth. Yeah, no, that and that's fair. I mean, you know, Animal Kingdom they were uh, they weren't really super branded for for the fiftieth, but yeah, I thought they were a great touch to the yeah. trip. But yeah, I, I think that they're so for, you know for what I'm looking at, I agree. I think late 2023, I would love to catch the Mickey's uh, very merry Christmas party. Mm-hmm. I assume it will come back in all its glory this year. I think it did in the, in the 2022 or 2021. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's something that I would think about. I would also love to do the Halloween. I would love to stay away from Memorial Day until August just for the heat. <laughs> it is really oppressive. That's just not, I want to be there when there's, you know, crummy weather here. Uh, I don't want to be there when it's nice weather here. Yeah. yeah. But I think yeah, we're yeah. thinking um, early May as our, as our trip time, you know, it, because Easter is mid April, you know, there's at least a week or or two in and around there that, um, the prices are a little higher. Um, may takes a, a bit of a dip. And, um, and so I think that'll be our plan for, um, for 2023. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can't go wrong. You know, we talked about it on a lot. Even if there's tons of people, there's lots of great things to see and do. Um, you know, again, if you if you're you know have anxiety around crowds, then plan accordingly. Don't go Christmas Day. But <laughs> and don't watch the fireworks yeah, I, in front of and the castle. And don't watch the fireworks. Yeah. But I think there's yeah there's lots of little you know things you can do to kind of mitigate the crowds and you know even mitigate the heat. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there we've had great trips in August. So, yeah, I, I mean, I also like the first couple of weeks in January as well, when all the yeah. crowds kind of clear out. Uh, the problem with that is it can be chilly. It, it can be chilly. I think our, our biggest fear, because we were thinking about February as a, as a possibility too, um, because that's a nice month to go. But as Canadians, when you're traveling, you run, there is a risk of a snowstorm um when you're flying out and we tend to fly out of buffalo we'll drive across the border and buffalo can get hit by lots of snow and i think just pre-pandemic um we had one trip that we just we barely made it out (laughs) like there were three planes that left in the morning and we were on one of them and then they canceled everything until late afternoon um out of buffalo because of snow coming in so so there's that chance um it's just something to consider because when you're traveling down to florida um uh, where you're traveling from can can also impact your trip but but i agree also when you're in florida it can be chillier than than you're expecting um you want to wear shorts and a t-shirt but sometimes you need a sweater or jeans oh i've worn a jacket and i've worn you know my kids will have little gloves on in the morning so it <laughs> uh, can get kind of chilly yeah. uh, can we talk about uh the other big news genie plus yes so there's a couple this of, is crazy there's a couple of things to talk about genie yes. plus um but the biggest one is that um at present uh, Disney is no longer going to be allowing Genie Plus to be added to a package. And I think that was probably in anticipation of launching 2023 dates. They didn't want people to um, to add it to their packages. And, and so what that means is if you want to use Genie Plus as a service, you will have to purchase it the day of, uh, day of use. 
Um, and, and in our opinion, it's only valuable if you buy it before 7 a.m. and then you hop on at 7 a.m. Yes. I can't imagine another time of using Disney GF Genie Plus where buying it later on in the day is just <laughs> no. as valuable as it buying would it. Never, I don't think it would ever, ever have right. that value for right. you if so, you're after like 11 o'clock. Don't, don't bother. Even yeah. if you're at so, 9 o'clock. So, and I think that this, so this plays into the whole vacation mindset that frustrates the whole genie plus experience yeah. is, you know, if I was buying with my package, I, at least that was one last step I had to do in the morning. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to go and buy it and then hop on, you know, five minutes later and, and, you know, figure out what attraction I want to get. Um, and so I just bring that up because I think this does really, ch- you know, change a bit of the, um, the strategy around genie plus and purchasing it for your trip and maybe less people buy it, which I think entirely happens. And so maybe it makes it a better purchase. Maybe. I wonder if they'll make it more money, if it becomes <laughs> less used. And so therefore more valuable. I, I mean, I would hope not because I think the tech behind <laughs> sure, it, me too. they, they have not, they have not perfected the tech behind, behind it. And I think one of the reasons why they're, not wanting people to add it as part of their package is because I, I know they were having issues with people who had added it as a, as a part of their package were having issues the day of actually trying to book items or like book attractions. Yeah. And that's an indictment on, on Disney it, which notoriously is not great. Yeah. Um, and so this might just be a, a blanket, we're having problems with this part. We're removing it entirely and it won't come back until we can really say we've got everything under control. And um, yeah, but I don't think they'll bring it back at all. I I do think one of the, you know, my main concerns around it was unlike the old school fast passes where it would offer you three windows here, it gave you, this is the time. And then you had to check out. And from this is the time to check out, your time could change. Yeah. And you have so, to check to make sure. Right. Yeah. And so, and and once you've checked out, you can't go back and be like, no, no, I want the time that you told me, you know, 16 seconds ago. Yeah. You can get so, a later one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, this is what you get. And so I, I do wonder if maybe this will take a bit of the bandwidth off and so allow for Disney to maybe make some improvements. That's my hope. And maybe, you know, they'll reintroduce it down the road. Yeah. The thing that I fear, and we we literally just talked about it with package uh, with yeah. packages being launched, um, is a panic buy. And I know, um, you know, from the contacts that we have with within the travel agent community, um, though, there are travel agents out there that are worried that this is a step by Disney to limit the number of people who can purchase genie plus for the day and if that's the case how early do you have to buy genie plus for the day and and so there are people because you can technically buy because you're buying the day of after midnight you can buy genie plus for for the day and there are people who are concerned like should i be telling my should i be telling people to buy genie plus after after midnight so that they know that they have it in case disney starts limiting the number of genie plus and i will say please do not <laughs> do this because it's just going to force more and more people to panic buy 
and and try and buy it at midnight and that's like such an awful what an awful experience it's bad enough that you have to wake up at like 650 and buy it by 655 so that you can be ready to book at seven o'clock in the morning like you're sitting in the resort room or you know wherever wherever you are and uh and having to do that that's that's early like i'm not i'm not getting ready for the parks at that point i'm just literally waking up to do this one activity and if i have to be up at midnight so that i can do that and then go back to sleep and then get up at seven to do the booking i will lose my mind (laughs) well and you know this podcast uh it was built around our love of disney and so please understand this that ryan lauren ryan and well my wife half she's not as much as she's not disney as much as the the other three of us but this is but this is this is a bit of disney getting in its own way because you're absolutely correct it seems highly likely that disney absolutely will make it so that not it not um on purpose it won't be so that they want people to wake up at midnight but because the technology will not be allowed to, to you know, hinder people from booking, yeah. you know, and saying you can't book until 6 a.m., you know, like, let's be respectful. You can't. No, it just won't. That There's so many other glitches going on with every other part of the system. That's, <laughs> this is not going to be on the radar. So you're absolutely right. This is a, this is I didn't even think about this fear until you just brought that up. It's absolutely plausible that on your next vacation. That yeah, twelve oh one rolls around and the system crashes because people are trying to buy Genie Plus. <laughs> it's incomplete. It's completely plausible. How, I hope that this is not the way it goes. Yeah, how awful would that be? And and yeah, I I don't. It's not Disney's intention. I can tell you no, that. I, no. And, and I really don't think that Disney intends to limit um, the amount of people who buy it because oh. at seven a.m. they have full availability. So why why on earth would they limit how many people could get genie plus when they know that everybody who's buying at seven o'clock will be able to get one ride right except what if you did limit it and you charged more money and then that forced the people who didn't get it to then make sure they buy something for lightning lane <sighs> i mean that that makes sense except uh, part of the other news um, that we saw is that uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is not no longer going to be an individual lightning lane. It's going to get lumped in with the regular Genie Plus uh, selections. And and so I think Disney... Which is interesting. Uh, which I, I think is interesting, but I think is also Disney's acknowledgement that having two attractions that have lightning lane doesn't doesn't seem to work it, it it's not maximizing their their profits because i there the amount of people who will buy genie plus buy and buy two individual lightning lanes for everybody is very small mm, um true. i think it's far more realistic to there are there is a larger group of people who would buy one individual lightning lane and genie plus or one or the other right and uh and so we saw that at magic kingdom when they took um originally space mountain was an individual lightning lane they took that off and they added it to regular genie plus um i think and I may be wrong because Magic Kingdom is always like an exception that proves the rule. Um, 
I think that they'll pull seven dwarves off of the individual lightning lane when Tron opens. When Tron comes. Because yeah, no, makes- Tron will be the one individual lightning lane. And then there's more to choose from with mm-hmm. um with Genie Plus. And and that would help because right now, like Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom, and and we'll talk about this in a future podcast you know at 7 a.m the what are the two heavy hitters that people want to get they want to get peter pan and they want to get jungle cruise but if you add seven dwarves into that mix all of a sudden you're like hey you know that's spreading the people out and now if somebody's really hoping for jungle cruise they've got a better shot at getting it um yeah so i think there are a few things at play with the genie plus updates because um Taking it off of packages, I think, is just strictly an IT issue. I don't think there. I mean, you might be right. They may limit the number of people who can get Genie Plus in a day and increase the price because it's uh, $20 at Disneyland, but $15 right. per person at Walt Disney World. But at Disneyland, you also get PhotoPass with it. Um right. I don't know. Disney Maybe, World will never add photos. I I don't I don't know. Will Walt, Walt Disney World will they add it as would more people pay more so they could get that and uh, and photos mm-hmm. than buying Genie Plus and Memory Maker because I'm I'm sure Disney has access to the data because Disney loves data and they can get it from from anywhere. Um are less people buying Memory Maker because they're anticipating having to pay for Genie Plus? That's interesting. Well, and I, I suspect, I, again, my love of Disney, but they have a very keen awareness of how they make their money. And so it, I always find it fascinating. They, they create things and then for free, and then they charge money for it. And then what they do <laughs> is they'll charge more money for it, more money for it. And then what they'll do is they'll offer it as a promotion, right? So this yeah. is my thinking is... We'll put in Memory Maker and Genie Plus together. We'll call it something crazy. And all of a sudden, we'll be like, instead of free dining, you now get this package. And it comes with free this <laughs> and six months of Disney Plus. And people are like, that's amazing. And then they <laughs> and then they all of a sudden, you know, and that's their new. And I just, I, I say this tongue in cheek, but again, Disney's pretty savvy with their marketing. And so it wouldn't surprise me if they upcharge this, make this a package, add photos, and then all of a sudden pull it away as you know, a promotion down mm-hmm. the road uh, or added as packages or, um, but yeah, I, I do think that uh, the fear of, of travel agents regarding the, the midnight booking <laughs> is real. And I, I'll be interested to see how this plays out. I, I hope, you know, our little podcast with the small reach that we have, please don't panic by your genie plus at midnight. It is not going to affect you at 7 a.m., you know, just do your, your, your 7am and, uh, you know, book the things that you want to book and, and enjoy, you know, sleeping throughout the, the evening. Because if you have to, after a day at the parks, um, especially midweek, if you are, um, if you've come home or come back to your resort after a long day in the parks and you, are, are exhausted and you know that you want to go for extra magic hours in the morning. Um, you know, how likely are you going to be to, 
to all of a sudden, you know, want to stay up until midnight and then and then wake up again at 650. I, I think it's just unrealistic for uh, somebody who's going to be on their vacation and is wanting to to enjoy themselves. So please don't panic by at midnight. Uh, I think I would safely say, you know, until until we hear from Disney about Ryan's plan of upcharging and <laughs> and making well, it an exclusive thing. Uh, I hope I, I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, I hope you're wrong too. Um, but with the individual lightning lanes, um, you know, the, the change there from Ratatouille going makes me think that we're only going to see one at each park. But it will be interesting because we don't have a sense of what Guardians is uh, is going to cost and Tron. So uh, I know right now Rise of the Resistance is a $15 attraction. Uh, these these might be $20 attractions. Um, in, in which case, you know, it's, oh, it's harder and harder to justify. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, and I know we'll talk about Genie Plus on the podcast, but yeah, definitely I'm not sure that I would do a Lightning Lane and Genie Plus on the same day. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this excites me in a way because it hopefully waters down a bit the amount of people who will use it, and so maybe that will make a difference. Uh, I still think you're right. Magic Kingdom is going to be the park that benefits or doesn't you know, from this. So yeah. uh, it, it, it all bears playing out. But it, it is news, um, and it is something that Disney kind of tucked away in a little news release, and so we wanted to make sure we highlighted that. Yeah. Um, that's probably a good place for us to leave it today, um, covering Genie Plus updates and and the release of 2023 packages. Um, so I guess I'll ask if you guys uh, had, a, had a vacation in mind for 2023, when when in 2023 is is your go-to time when when would you book or when are you planning on going um head to our instagram and facebook page and leave a comment uh underneath this particular episode and let us know what time you're or what time of year you're planning on going um and if you like the podcast please subscribe in through apple podcasts um spotify wherever you get your podcasts and share it with your friends um you know we're we're going to be talking about genie plus and and uh and some resorts in in the next coming little bit so we'll be you know your one-stop shop for information about uh traveling to walt disney world as canadians um and non-canadians too but you know we are canadian yeah, don't forget so. our brazilian uh our brazilian, brazilian friends. Wow. yep uh we we will have tips for everybody um that's right and that's it uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us and on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Ryan we're the Double Doubles you've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles thanks so much for listening and we look forward to you joining us again next time Bye.